bit and experimenting as we move forward with our new service styles. And one of the things that we're going to try differently is rather than having all the kids come down front to dismiss them, we're going to dismiss them from where they're at. And so kids, if you would like to go, your teachers are in the back and they'll meet you on your way to Rise and Shine. And we pray for God's blessing to be upon you as you hear more about God's love for you and how Jesus wants to walk with you as you rise this morning and shine with his light in your life. As they go, let's watch this short video. Childlike faith. How beautiful and simple, and yet sometimes how hard to live in that place where we have to acknowledge that we don't have the, the wisdom or the expertise or the, the strength or the ability to, to meet all of our needs. And yet God invites us to come to him as a loving, heavenly father to find our hope and our trust in him. That, that's a part of what we've been celebrating together as, as this journey of faith that we have been on as a faith community called Faith Covenant Church. And as we said earlier, this is an exciting day for us. It is a milestone moment. It's a crossroad moment in the life of our church. And, and while it's kind of a simple step, I also don't want us to skip over this day too quickly and not recognize how significant it really is. You, you could say it's one small step of faith and one giant leap for Faith Covenant Church, right? I mean, we have been anticipating a moment of having a mission and a vision that we feel God calling us out on for years now. And we have come to this moment where we, we have joined together this last fall as a church and in unity, unanimously said, yes, we believe that this direction is the direction that God has for us, living a real life together connecting and growing and serving as the body of Christ in this world. 
like Joshua and the people of Israel who, who were camped out at the Jordan River, who God invited to, to cross the river and to go in and take the promised land. We have been patiently waiting and anticipating the day when God would call us forward and we would step out and move. And men and women, today marks just such a day. We have taken our first step to cross the river into the promised land life that God has for us at Faith Covenant Church. We believe that God is calling us not only to make these kinds of changes in order to be more accommodating for newer people that God might want to bring to our church and for younger families in the community who might need ministry for their kids at at whichever service time is most convenient for them, but we also believe that God is calling us to unite together in a new way, to come together as Faith Covenant Church to become a truly intergenerational community of faith, worshiping together, serving together, Together and reaching out to the world around us together. We believe that worshiping together in a new way on Sunday mornings is just one important step in crossing over into God's promised land life for our church. For a long time now, we've been reminding ourselves of that African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. And we have intentionally made the decision that that we don't need to go fast as a church, but but we want to go far, and we want to go on this journey together. We want everyone at Faith Covenant Church to, to be a part of this journey of faith that we are on. And so today, we we take the next step on this journey, on our continuing journey of faith, to come together in worship in a new way, to seek God's blessing on our lives and on our ministries in a new way, to seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit so that we might continue to learn what it means for us to be the hands and feet, to be the body of Christ in this world. Today, I just want to take a little time to review the the core foundation of this mission and vision that we have put forward together that we are calling Real Life Together, Connecting and Growing and Serving. When we talk about living a real life together, we're, we're talking about being real people. We recognize that we are real people serving a real God who has given us a real mission to fulfill. What do we mean by the fact that we're real people? We recognize that it's not about how good we are, right? But it's about how good God is. Ephesians 2 verse 8 tells us, For it is by grace that you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. See, we are all broken people whom God is putting back together. None of us have any claim on the grace of God other than we throw ourselves on his mercy and his grace and we rely on his healing presence and touch in our lives. We simply invite people to go on this journey with Jesus with us, to join us on the journey of faith together. We believe that Jesus reveals a real God to us. And that in Christ, we have a real relationship with this God. And and that the living God, who is present and active in the world today, wants to be present and active in your life and in my life in a very real and tangible way. 1 John 4, 10 through 12 tells us this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, We also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete 
in us. Or another translation might say, God's love is fulfilled, completed in us as we learn to love one another. And because of this, we believe that we have a real mission to fulfill. We believe that the mission of the church is very clear. The mission of the church has always been about pursuing Christ first as Lord and about pursuing Christ's priorities in the world as his people, as his church. The Christian life, from Jesus' perspective, is always to be lived out both vertically and horizontally, right? Jesus taught that, that in a variety of ways, this, this vertical relationship that we're invited to experience with God must be lived out in the horizontal relationships of our lives. And in so doing, we discover a kind of a three-dimensional understanding of what the Christian life is all about. We see it in the greatest commandment that Jesus talked about in Mark 12, 29 through 31. The most important one, the most important commandment, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And we see the same vertical and horizontal idea of Christian spirituality being lived out in, in what we call the Great Commission, Matthew 28, after Jesus rose from the dead and he commissioned his disciples to go into all the world, he said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. See, Jesus really made it very simple, didn't he? Love God and love others. Share the good news and help one another to live the good news. It's really very simple, but, but simple isn't always easy to live out, right? It's not always easy to have a childlike faith that allows us to throw ourselves in dependence on the presence and the power of God to really do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Yet Jesus said, essentially, that living this vertical and horizontal relationship with God and others at the same time is what creates this fulfilled experience of relationship with God, this three-dimensional life of fullness that God invites us to experience. Connecting with God and connecting with others. Growing in God and growing in our relationship with others. Serving God by serving others. We can't separate any of these from the others in order to experience the fullness of life that God invites us to experience in his son Jesus. You see, in this three-dimensional view of Christian living, this idea of connecting and growing and serving becomes what we're calling our discipleship pathway. It is the pathway that we're all invited to walk together. It's the pathway that can give us a sense of direction as a church moving forward in our community. And it's the pathway that we all can learn about what it means to go deeper in Christ and further in mission. If you think about it, it's, it's not just a, a linear pathway, but it's a, it's a cyclical pathway. It's a recurring lifestyle that, that always feeds back on itself. As we explore this pathway together in the future, not only is it important that we have a clear understanding that connecting new people to our church is a part of God's call for us to reach out and share the good news with others, it becomes essential that we are connecting with one another as well. 
We recognize that our calling to make disciples must uh, be a part of developing a clear plan and a pathway that we are walking together, that, that we're asking the hard questions. Are we growing in our faith? Or are we just coming to church week after week and putting in our time and putting in our tithe, but, but never really asking the hard question, is, is there something that God wants me to do this week, this year, to grow, to change, to become more like Christ in my own life? You see, as we learn to live out our calling from God, we discover that God gives us spiritual gifts and he uses our skills and abilities that we've learned in life to turn around and give them away as gifts to others. And the more we learn to love our neighbor, the more we discover how God has given us the gift of one another to be able to serve the world around us together. In fact, as we were saying, we can't really accomplish any one of these without the others. It's really hard to to, to grow in our faith if we're not connecting with other believers in Christ. It's really hard to serve if we haven't taken the time to grow in our understanding of how God wants to use us and bless us. And as we step out and serve others, we find that leads to greater connection and new relationships. And the whole cycle of life begins all over again. See, in this sense, as we've been saying all along, discipleship isn't one of the things that we do at Faith Covenant Church. It's the one thing that we do. And everything that we do is about being disciples of Jesus and following him and allowing his spirit to grow us to be the people that he's called us to be. See, it's when we learn that our vertical relationship with God, Jesus is telling us, is lived out in the horizontal relationships with one another and ultimately with the world around us that we discover that all of life becomes open to be the sanctuary where God's presence meets us in a very real and abiding relationship and all of life becomes about worshiping him. See, worship becomes the very lifestyle of what Christianity is all about, and it's lived out in our relationships with our family. It's lived out in the relationships with our fellow colleagues and students. It's lived out with our neighbors, and it's lived out in ways that God meets us in those places, and we discover new blessings and new resources as we grow to be servants of Christ and find all these new connections happening as we reach out in his name. In reality, if, we, if, we're, if we're really to be honest with each other, right, doesn't the Bible teach us that, that when we come to true maturity in our faith, when we become truly mature disciples of Jesus, we recognize that God has blessed us, that God has gifted us, that God has given us all of the resources and the relationships in our lives in order to pass on the good news message that we've received through his son, Jesus. Moving to two identical services on Sunday morning might seem like a, a simple, uh, non-significant event in the life of our church. But again, I don't want us to skip this moment too quickly. To make an intentional change, to sacrifice on, on every end of the spectrum so that we come together in faith to say yes to God, to his future for this church is a significant milestone moment that we are experiencing right now as we come together and worship on this Sunday morning. It's a part of the vision that we have said yes to for how we can be a part of connecting and growing and serving together in Jesus' name. 
This morning, as we kind of wrap up uh, this overview, I, I'd like to kind of bring it home for us but by taking it from the big picture theoretical down to the practical and, and maybe begin to ask, how can you and I together individually, but together in different groups and relationships, get on this pathway of connecting and growing and serving together? You know, this is the time of year when people make New Year's resolutions and they look ahead to the, the coming year and they say, what would I like to, to add to my life? What would I like to change about myself? What would, I, what would I like to set as some future goals? And I'd like to suggest to us that this discipleship pathway of connecting and growing and serving can be both a guide and, and, and an accountability for us to be able to ask the hard questions about where God might want us to grow or to change in our lives ahead. A couple things that you can do uh, very simply is, first of all, put on your calendar January 28th in our all-church annual meeting and celebration. Come and hear more about where we see God leading us as a church and, and how you can perhaps be a part of what God is doing in this faith community. Then secondly, mark your calendars for February 25th. We had a, an invite that went out yesterday, and you'll hear more about it, but we're having a Real Life Together leadership training on Sunday the 25th. It's just a two-hour introductory meeting, and if you are in leadership in any way in the church, if you're part of a leadership team, if you're helping a ministry to happen, or even if you're open to just considering the possibility of helping to get involved in ministry in the future, this is a great opportunity for you to come and hear more about where we see God leading us as a church and how you can be a part. But in the meantime, it starts with the soil of our own hearts, right? One of the things we talk about on staff very often is healthy leaders lead healthy ministries. And if we want to be a healthy church and we want to have healthy ministries, we as leaders need to start by examining our own lives and our own hearts. We need to be healthy in our relationship with Christ in order to hope to lead others to experience life and health as well. Well, it's the same is true for you and, and for all of us. God wants to invite us to examine our own hearts and our own lives first, and then out of the richness of what he plants in us, the overflow of our lives becomes the ministry that we have to give away to others. What does God want to plant in you in this new year? What, is, what does God want to uh, harvest out of your life in the season ahead? And, and what and how will you begin to plant and grow those things that God might want to do in you? See, pursuing a real life together can give us a tool and a guide to help us do this. Some of you, uh, did you all receive a... Uh, what I'm calling a real life together pathway card this morning. If you didn't get one and you'd like one, you can put your hands up. I don't know, ushers, if we have some more in the back, we can hand those out. But I just wanted to offer this to you as a possible tool for your life in this New Year's season. If you think about this pathway of connecting and growing and serving and understand this three-dimensional aspect of life, the vertical and the horizontal, you could simply pray through this, this card asking yourself, how do I connect with God in this season? And the three most common ways that as Christians we find ourselves building connection with God is through reading the Bible, through God's Word, through experiencing prayer and, and communicating with God through His Holy Spirit, through participating in worship, both on Sunday morning, but in the rest of our 24-7 lives as well. We also recognize that horizontal nature of the Christian life is connecting with our own family, connecting with 
friends who can encourage and support us and perhaps reaching out to our neighbors who, who we maybe don't even know and finding out about the people around us that God has given us to be in relationship with. Or think about the vertical and the horizontal relationship in terms of how we grow. How, how do we grow deeper in Christ? Maybe you want to pick up a new book that's an inspirational book that will get you thinking in a new way. Perhaps you w- could engage a mentor and somebody who can guide you on a journey this year. Or pursuing a new spiritual discipline or a practice that might shake you out of your comfort zone and, and get you growing again in a new way. Or how do we grow further in our relationship with others? Maybe it's simply inviting a friend to meet regularly for mutual support and encouragement. Or joining a a momentum group or, or, or helping to get one started. Or praying for and pursuing someone outside of our church who you might be able to join in relationship with for just simply friendship and fun. If you turn it over on the back, this idea of serving. Serving my calling from God. How can you explore your own unique mix of skills, abilities, spiritual gifts that maybe God has blessed you with that he would want you to use to serve others? Or prayerfully asking God, where or who do you want me to serve in this year ahead? Maybe if you're not serving on a ministry team, this would be your year to to get involved and join a team and discover how God wants to use you by, by serving with other people in a very simple and practical way. Or thinking again about the horizontal, serving within my sphere of influence. Explore ways that you're already serving in your life. Many of us have many serving relationships, whether it's with our family or our friends, and, and, and we're busy, and, and there are ways that maybe you're not even giving yourself credit for, that God is using you to be a blessing in other people's lives. Are there areas where you would like to increase the ways that you're serving, or perhaps even there are areas where you need to decrease the ways that you're serving, to have healthy margin in your life so that you can be a healthy person so you can lead others into health? Is there an area where God may want you to add some area of serving in your life? See, the idea is that if we're willing to take the time to use this as a tool and and set aside some time to prayerfully walk through these questions, asking the Holy Spirit to to open our heart and, and, and our mind to the things that God may have, write some notes down, and then come up with some plans of how you want to get on the pathway of growth and life in this year ahead. I would encourage you, these are the kinds of things that we're going to be wanting developing resources around and and offering workshops and training in the future. And if you have any questions or, or things that you'd like to explore that you're not sure how to do or you're not even sure what it means, don't just not do anything. Come and talk to me. Talk to anyone on staff. Talk to a friend that you trust. We're here to walk this journey together. And as we connect with one another and the Holy Spirit. We begin to grow in our faith and to grow in our understanding of God's call in our life. And we step out to serve and we discover a more intimate and powerful relationship with God as he is using us to be a blessing to those around us. We'll be working together on this and as we move forward into this promised land life experience that God has for each one of us, he is inviting us to remember that we are real people who are serving a real God who's given us a real mission to fulfill. And the starting point for getting on that mission is allowing the Holy Spirit to get us on the pathway of connecting and growing and serving together. Amen? In a minute, we're going to have an opportunity to consecrate ourselves to this new vision and mission that God has given us. 
But until we do that, I just let me ask you to pray with me for God's blessing on our lives as we open ourselves to this new pathway that God has for each one of us. And then we'll have an opportunity to join our hearts in commissioning ourselves to this great cause of living a real life together that God has given us. Would you pray with me? God, it's so easy to jump into a new year and to get back into the same old routines and not really take the time to examine the status of our relationship with you and the status of our own hearts. And so this morning, God, we, we, we want to give you permission to speak into our lives as we take the time in the days and the weeks ahead to prayerfully think through this discipleship pathway of connecting and growing and serving. Would you speak to each one of us about those areas where you would like us to begin to invest more intentionally in our own spiritual growth and development? Would you give us those areas of of insight into who you would like us to be connecting with and serving more prominently? And God, would you help us as a church to learn your desire to grow in the faith, to grow in our own lives, and to be able to be more and more a blessing to those around us? We will thank you and praise you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.